What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Good morning to everyone across the globe. I am Reverend Karen L. Heasley from the Spiritual Path Services Church. And I also would like to shout out to the congregation of the Spiritual Path Services Church. We hope that you will enjoy this uplifting service that we have put together for you. So sit back, relax and enjoy what we have definitely put together for you. Now to start off the service, I am going to have Reverend Marilyn Fair do the healing prayer and a meditation. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Divine Spirit, who sends a light of protection to all that needs healing, here and around the world, we ask that you stay near to us, keeping us safe. We ask that your light shine down upon us, giving us the strength and faith to overcome the obstacles that were placed on our path. Divine Spirit, we ask that you send healing to those who are in need of help today. We ask that your healing light surrounds us and makes us whole again. Let your light love and power and us be perfect. Now we are going to do a meditation. So I would like everyone to get into a comfortable position. Take a couple of deep breaths. I want you to think of a place that makes you feel good. It could be sitting by a lake. It could be sitting in your favorite chair. It is your place to mentally, to go mentally to you. I want you to feel safe and free of stress. Relax your neck and shoulders. See how you are feeling. Now move the relaxation through your body. Breathe on your feet. If you are still tense, concentrate on that energy. Relax and breathe. Release any tension that you may have. Now I want you to clear your mind. Remove any negative thoughts from your mind. Let go of any anxiety that you may have. If you are feeling tense and anxious, breathe and feel the anxiety moving forward. Let go of any fears that you may have. 
think of an open window. If there's any fears that you have out of the window, and now close that window. Let yourself relax into a state of peace. With peace comes joy. With peace comes happiness. Let your mind be free of all negativity. With each breath that you take, negative thoughts disappear. With each breath, breath that you take, you are feeling more positive, more at ease. The worries that you have are getting less and less. Take a deep breath. Notice how you are feeling. Any stress that you had in the beginning of this meditation is slowly moving away. You know that you are safe, free of anxiety, free of stress. And any time you feel any stress, you know you can go to your favorite place. Your body is relaxed. You are joyous. You are happy. And you are Thank you. So throughout the week, if you feel stressful and in need of some calmness, find your special place. Sit down and relax. And I'm sure each one of you has your own meditation techniques that you do. Because it's very important in this time right now to take time for yourself and be good to yourself and know how to relax and stay calm. And if you don't have a special place, make sure you develop a special place for yourself so you can go inward. Now I'm going to introduce Reverend Pam Lemon, and she's going to do the homework. Thank you, Pam. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, everyone listening. We're so joyful to have you listen to us this morning, and we hope our messages give you some type of peace. Today, my homily will be on faith. A wise man said, fear stands for false expectations appearing real. But in the situation the world is facing, with the current pandemic. Isn't it productive to have some fear? Do we need that sense in order to follow safety guidelines and keep ourselves and others safe? Some do and some don't follow the guidelines either out of free will or the fact that they have no means to do so in their daily lives. Nonetheless, we are made aware of the threats and what we can do to protect ourselves. For some of us, the thoughts of these threats become all-consuming and paralyzing because of our fear of getting sick or seeing a loved one become sick. In others of us, we have followed the precautions and have faith that things will get better. However we decide to emerge from these challenges, we will be facing a new normal as the pandemic has brought the world and many of us even closer in such 
a short period of time. Although some of us feel more fear than others, our message today will center on faith and hope. I believe we can all agree that even a little faith can lessen fear. Faith is defined as complete trust or confidence, and many religions are built on faith using the definition that faith is a firm belief without logical proof sometimes. There are many demonstrations of faith in many of the most well-known religious writings. As spiritualists, we believe in proof of the continuation of existence by the demonstration of evidential mediumship. Spiritualists have many examples of faith and how spirit guides help shape outcomes. Many of the founders of our religion were sincere and talented mediums. I want to share with you today some of the stories of our founders. <coughs> Excuse me. The first story is about Isa Northage, who was born in England in 1898. She heard spirit voices at a young age and was told by her parents that it was just a childhood game. When she got older, she confided in a friend about them and was told, treasure your gifts from God. Someday you will make good use of them. Isa served during World War I, taking care of wounded soldiers coming home. She was assisted by a spirit guide, Dr. Reynolds, who helped get her to safety at one point and also helped her with the care of the soldiers. As time went on, she married and began to have seances. So from 1939 to 1949, as the demand for them was great, since so many loved ones didn't return from the battlefields. The seances served to give comfort to many who had lost husbands, fathers, brothers during the war. She also worked P-P-O-R-T-S, apports. It's defined as an object that has been transferred from an outside place into a seance circle. Objects can range from inanimate things, such as jewelry or coins, to living organisms like flowers or live animals. The following story is from a blog Karen did about Isa Northage, and it goes like this. One unusual event occurred during a seance on August 6, 1941. A French general, Victor de Casal, came to them from the spirit world. He requested that they help his old comrades who had been taken prisoner by the Germans. These men were dirty, wounded, and hungry. When asked how they could help, he said, put five loaves in the center of the seance room. One of the seance participants went to buy bread, while the others waited. 
When she returned, the bread was placed in the requested location in the center of the circle and dematerialized within three minutes. The bread had been apported to those hungry men. After the bread vanished, the sitters received a piece of paper apported into the room with two inscriptions. One said, God and my right, H. Chatanel. The other said, Friends of the Sanctuary. Obviously, a thank you from the men who received the food. ISA worked many years for spirit after the war, as well as spreading the good work of spiritualism in Great Britain. Another one of my favorite examples comes from the life story of Gordon Higginson from his autobiography on the side of angels. From the time he was a child, Gordon was touched by spirit his spirit guides. His mother, also being a medium, would teach and encourage him along his way. At a very young age, he had a spirit friend called he, he called Cuckoo, who helped him when he missed a lot of school during an illness. After missing school for many days, upon return, Gordon asked Cuckoo to give him the answers to problems he did not know. His teachers thought he was somehow cheating since he missed so many of the classes but was mysteriously getting all the answers correct. His mother, a working member of the Spiritualist National Church in England as a medium, had to explain to his teachers about Gordon's gift as a medium and how he was being helped by spirit. Afterwards, his mother instructed him not to ask Cuckoo for any more help, and he caught up with his studies without Cuckoo's interventions. He continued to do well with his studies at school, and at the age of 12, Gordon started to work with his mother in the church and further trained and developed as a medium with her instruction and guidance. During World War II, at the age of 20, he served Great Britain in the fight against Hitler. After becoming a leader for his troop of men, fighting in France during a battle, they became trapped behind enemy lines with the only escape being a bridge that had been blown up. The situation seemed hopeless, as some of the men could not swim. They had heavy backpacks to carry, and parts of the river they had to cross were treacherous and very deep in places. Gordon went off by himself to pray and asked his spirit friends for guidance, explaining the situation. He writes, Desperately, I asked for help. Kuka was there and told me I must trust her and she would show me the way. I went back to my men and told them to follow me. He further writes, Cuckoo promised to show me the way and said, follow the bouncing ball, one of the first games we played together. Gordon trusted his guide Cuckoo and followed the bouncing ball shown to only him while crossing the river 
sometimes with water up to their chins. All the men made it to safety that night, even the shortest men of the troop. Gordon goes on to give other examples of how spirit guided him throughout his challenges during the war. This story is another wonderful example of faith, prayer, and communication with spirit. Gordon trusted in his spirit guides who helped save him and his men that night. When we remember Gordon, he was and he was only just turning 21 when he joined the service. It shows that his belief in his religion of spiritualism was strong and he showed great faith. Another part of this story was when he was first enlisted into the army and in the service he wanted to have spiritualism as his religion on his dog tags. And so he had to fight with them to bat on there, but he wanted to be identified as a spiritualist, and finally they let him have that on his identification tags. I thought that was a great sign of his faith as well. And we can read many other examples of faith from the founders of spiritualism. Karen has many inspiring stories in the blogs, on the Spiritual Path website. Which brings us to some questions on how we can build our faith that all will be well. One of the ways is to keep informed of what you can do to be safe. Follow the guidelines set up for public health. But don't become immersed in the negativity. It will make you more fearful Read or listen to inspiring stories. I like to listen to comedies because they cheer me up. But most importantly, use the time to practice meditation and prayer. Focusing with gratitude on all you have, for gratitude is one of the highest vibratory energies. Ask your inner spirit for guidance and peace. Another important part of being a spiritualist is praying for those less fortunate and reach out by calling those who may be by themselves and have no one to talk to. Sending out healing thoughts and prayers is important. We have all come from different backgrounds and generations, so everyone has had different types of challenging life experiences. Thinking back over your experiences, what do you remember as a challenging time? How did you respond to it then, and how did you feel after it was over and things went back to a familiar routine? Over my lifetime, I have experienced many, many challenges that made me feel fearful. But the longer I live, the more I realize that we got through the challenges and sighed a breath of relief after each one. It made me realize how wonderful life is and how much we have to be thankful for. Listening and learning from the stories and experiences of those who came before us 
helps us face the challenges of our time. How we respond to the challenges of our time will teach those who come after us how to face challenges and become stronger for it. Thank you all for listening, and may all of you have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Um, I was thinking about something I wanted to talk about, and so I'm going to start with H. Gordon Bowles. He said, Spiritual, Spiritualism shows the seeker the way, the open door to attainment. Attainment of what? The understanding of self and of life. And through understanding the development of the highest within himself. So how does one begin to find their spiritual path? The first thing you should think about is go explore. Be curious about the world and spiritual awareness. Read and research everything you can. You aren't the first to ask questions about the physical and spirit worlds. What have others found? Do their thoughts ring true to you? How can you use their discoveries as a roadmap on your own journey. Follow your heart. Don't let others tell you how to find your path. You will know when you are there. This is your personal journey and no one else's. Be aware. Little signs may point out your direction on the way. But unless you are open to them, you might miss them. Often they are there when you least expect them. Find other seekers. They may not be on the same path as you, but they can support your search and maybe offer guidance. Find a spiritualist church or an online group. If there isn't anyone or anybody nearby, visit a spiritual place. Find a spiritual camp that is close to you that offers classes and training. Focus on change. Finding, finding your path is an internal search. It requires an evolution of the mind and spirit. And sometimes it changes many things around you for the better. Emmanuel Swedenborg said, every single moment of a person's life, both of the understanding and the will, is a new beginning. Let your search be that new beginning. Now we're going to conclude the program with Reverend Ashley Ash, and she's going to do the closing prayer. Infinite Spirit, in these uncertain times, allow us to rely on our faith to lean on you. Allow our faith and hope in you to join humanity together as one. Allow our nation to move forward into the realm the Spirit may give us the confidence move forward into the unseen. We understand our world is constantly changing, and the possibilities are endless with unity, compassion, and love. May we lean on our faith in your unlimited power to infinity and beyond as we trust in your blessings. Dear God, you are our source of hope. Let us all understand the times like this may be overwhelming. Please enlighten us as we place our trust in you. 
Let us fear not and place our souls into your unlimited power as we come together as your servants for humanity. We entrust our fears into your hands as you hear our prayers. We come to you, infinite spirit, to release our anxiety and to rely on your love and mercy as we fight the unknown. Give us direction, knowledge, and wisdom to grow in spiritual strength, to unite as one, to find hope, reassurance, and awareness in your continuous presence every moment of the day. Dear God, we thank you and put our trust in you. Thank you. We hope that this service has um, uplifted you in some way. And maybe you learned something you didn't know. And maybe you have more questions about spiritualism and what we as spiritualists stand for. I have an email, spiritualpath1 at yahoo.com. If you would like to shoot me some email and ask me any questions, that would be fine with me. And keep safe and know that you are never alone. And may you be the light that helps others see. God bless you all. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.